Fala pessoal, tudo bem? And welcome to the Brazil Crypto Report podcast, where we talk to the builders, entrepreneurs, and influencers from across the Brazil crypto ecosystem. I'm your host, Aaron Stanley, and today I'm joined by Tatiana Sampaio, who is the Chief Marketing Officer for Blockchain Rio, to discuss her upcoming event, which will be held September 1st through the 4th in Rio de Janeiro. Before we jump in, I'd like to say a quick thank you to our partner for this episode, which is the HBAR Foundation. HBAR Foundation works to support growth across the Hedera Hashgraph ecosystem. If you're an entrepreneur in Brazil or the LATAM region, and you have a cool project or an idea that needs some help scaling or just getting started, I highly recommend taking a look at these guys. They have several different grant funds in operation that are seeding projects across DeFi, FinTech, NFTs, and sustainability. And they've got a lot of other resources to help you out on your journey. So please do head over to hbarfoundation.org to take a look and learn more. With that, I'd like to welcome Tatiana to the show. Hi, Aaron. It's such a great pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for coming on. So to get us started, why don't you give us some background about yourself, who you are, how you got into crypto and blockchain Rio? I have always studied marketing and uh, for some time I have really thought about how great it is to start uh, reading and getting to know about Web 3.0. And then I started working at a company who used blockchain for the agribusiness and all the traceability, everything, the ESG. I started working with it. And then I met Francisco, who's the CEO for Blockchain Rail, and he invited me to join him in this event. And I think it's great because we are going to talk about so many things that involves blockchain, uh, Web3, NFTs, crypto, um, agri-tax, tax, and payment gateways. So there is so much we're going to hear um, in the festival that I couldn't say no. So with that, why don't you tell us a bit more just about the event itself and you know, what was the genesis of the event? How did it come to be? How is it all coming together? Uh, what should attendees be expecting? This is going to be the largest blockchain event in Latin America. We used to have an event in Sao Paulo, but it, it was smaller in size. And Francisco, the CEO, was the one who thought about the whole idea and started talking to some people to be speakers. The blockchain industry is the future of this generation. And he thought, well, we have to take this knowledge and open it to other people. We have to make this huge event so that people get to know about blockchain and get to know about crypto NFTs and have a better idea of what it is because it's not only what we see in the newspapers. He had this idea and the whole ecosystem on board, we are going to have a variety of talks, uh, workshops, roundtables, panels, all of that about blockchain. And obviously, uh, Rio de Janeiro has been a bit of a hotbed for the crypto Web3 world You know, this year, just dating back to January when, when the mayor and you know, the local government has been very kind of bullish on crypto and has been... They're saying they're going to be taking tax payments in crypto and they're going to be kind of a, a crypto hub you know, inspired by, by Francis Suarez of Miami. Maybe talk a bit about just the significance of doing this in Rio versus maybe you know Sao Paulo, which is more of a financial center, uh, business center. But Rio is obviously more of like the cultural sort of soul of Brazil, but it's also 
Uh, they've also been very bullish in pro-crypto kind of a municipal strategy. Uh, so maybe talk a bit about the significance of that and maybe what type of support you've been getting from the local government and economic development uh, agencies. The government in Rio uh, has some projects in, in NFTs and crypto, and they have been thinking about it and they have been working on technological transformation for some time. And it's an issue that has been very important for the government here. We're going to have some panels that, uh, from the government there. I guess they will be able to explain uh, what it's doing better than, than I can. But it's well known that the government in Rio, uh, if, uh, the city hall and the state government are looking forward to having crypto and uh, having it on having the possibility of negotiations and tax payments. So it's a great opportunity for all the citizens here. Does this stance toward this kind of pro-crypto stance that the city is taking, did that impact at all the, the decision to host the event in Rio or was the event already kind of, you already had the space booked and everything and then Rio started taking a more of a pro-crypto approach? The idea of having the venue in, in Rio is because uh, we wanted to have a place that thinks about ESG as well. Crypto is very, we worry about ESG. Uh, so this is a free carbon event, and uh, we wanted to make sure that the environmental part of it would be selected, would be shown in the festival as well. And Rio has all the nature and all, all the beautiful forests and nature in, uh, here. So we wanted this to be an environmental event as well, worried about ESG. What else do you have on, in the works on the content side of things? Like, how are you kind of structuring the content? How are the stages being broken out? What types of themes are you focusing on? You know, what type of speakers have you have you rounded up? We're going to have three stages uh, in the event. The main stage with the capacity for 1,000 people, a blockchain insider stage, and uh, a blockchain talks stage. Uh, we are dividing in some trails. We are going to talk about tokenization. We're going to talk about DeFi, Web 3.0, social inclusion, social welfare, metaverse, NFTs, crypto. We're going to also have the largest hackathon in Latin America. It's going to, to happen in the third pavilion that we have there. It's a, actually, it's a lot of themes we're going to have, a lot of topics we're going to discuss. Uh, real estate tokenization, DAX, sex, uh, CX, CAX, DAX, and the future of finances. We're going to have a refi summit, a fashion summit. We're going to talk about music and fashion and art for NFTs. We're going to see the law infrastructure for that, the problems that the challenges that we have. Uh, sports on Web3, so and the, the whole government, what it's talking about it. Uh, we are going to have a lot of topics, actually. In my previous life, I used to work uh, at Coindesk doing like, our big consensus conference that we would do every year in, in New York and then online for a couple of years. And it was one of these similar kind of big tent type of events where uh, you have to kind of cover everything, <laughs> 
which difficult because there's so many, it, the industry keeps growing and expanding and, and it's, it's like, it becomes harder and harder every year to cover everything. Yeah. And there are so many uh, updates happening all the time. It's hard to keep track of it. So that's why we are always um, trying to get to be in the vanguard of everything. We're trying to keep the talks up to date and everything. Talk a bit about just some of the interest you've gotten from, you know, sponsors and attendees or prospective attendees or prospective sponsors. Where, you know, where are these folks coming from? Is it is it mainly local folks? Is there a lot of people coming from overseas or or overseas companies potentially or, or protocols that are looking to maybe get into the Brazilian market? Uh, maybe talk a bit about where where you're seeing a lot of the interest coming from. We we are selling tickets all over Brazil and Latin America, and uh, we have some some sponsors coming. One, the headquarters is in the United States, but they are all over the world. It's our support, uh, uh, our present quota. It's with Noodle. They are the official supporter of the official sponsor of the event. Uh, so it's a parachain from Polkadot. Polkadot's also coming. We just we integrated the government, the universities, and the enterprises, the entrepreneurs in one festival. So we are counting on these three bases, these three foundations for the festival. And I also saw, or I think maybe Francisco was telling me this, that the the central bank of Brazil is going to be involved with their Lyft lab that's doing some of the research around, you know, different digital rail implementations. Maybe talk a bit about that. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a special, a special edition that's uh, part of the festival is, is going to be talking about what the government has been doing about it. So we're going to have the central bank talking about CBDC and Lyft learning, which is a great project they have we're going to have some talks about government in Brazil and how it foments innovation from the scratch to realization. What is it doing right now? STO and regulatory sandbox, all the, you know, uh, all the initiatives from the government to test innovations. So we're going to have all the government and the central bank involved in that. We're also going to have RNP, which is Rede Nacional de Pesquisa, which is our national research network uh, being part of the festival as well. It's really nice because we're going to have some trails, uh, one about refi, one about uh, uh, supply chain 4.0 and industry 4.0 during the event. It's going to be, uh, we're going to have really interesting talks. I mean, just given, you know, kind of the state of the market right now, obviously is not doing as great as it was probably you know six nine months ago when you were first coming up with the idea for this and I guess as a as a former crypto events person uh, I <laughs> you got you kind of live and die by the price of Bitcoin with these things and maybe just talk a bit about how have your maybe your expectations had to shift a little bit you know how are you kind of coping with you know the realities of what we're we're going through right now which is we're not you know we're not in the same sort of bull market as we that we were six nine months ago. Yes, we can say the winter really affected the festival. People are coming for the festival, but they are really worried. Uh, it's difficult to sponsor a festival uh, after the, this crypto winter. We are arranging ways so that we can have these people over here facilitating their visits, uh, their talks, being part of the festival so that we can, because 
uh, we expect it's going to be better somehow. Winter, winter comes and winter goes. We expect it to be over somehow, someday. Uh, we cannot predict that, but we are doing everything we can so that these people can be part of it as well. Well, and also I think you have the benefit of there just haven't been many large crypto conferences in Brazil over the last two, two and a half years, right? Just because of COVID and, and whatnot. So there is a bit of a pent up demand that's there that uh, both amongst locals who want to, to get more involved and more plugged in, but also foreign companies or, or people that are overseas that want to maybe get more uh, exposure to the Brazilian market. I mean, I think you saw that with Ethereum Rio, where it started off as kind of like a, you know, sort of a meetup vibe, and then it blew up into kind of this, you know, this really sort of high profile conference uh, with people coming in from all over the place. So, um, and Rio is just the type of place that people want, you know, an excuse to go to anyways, right? It seems like there's a few things kind of playing in your favor, but obviously like the market, you know, conditions are as a, <laughs> it's like the hardest thing about doing these crypto events is like you have to kind of predict what's going to happen six months from now, which is very difficult. And maybe the last question here would be, um, so crypto people like crypto conferences love side events, right? You know, people come and they, they spin up their own side events and, you know, it's just kind of part of the, the scene, I guess. How, what, what can attendees expect as far as kind of like the side event circuit? We are going to have a VIP party, um, we're checking on the venue. We're going to have some music concerts as well. But I cannot tell you about it right now. If not, I'm going to spoil uh, the announcement <laughs> when it goes. I cannot, I cannot do that right now. But uh, what I can tell you is that we're going to have some great side events for people who are coming here. Uh, we are negotiating them right now. But I'm sure everybody's going to like what, what we are going to prepare for everybody who's going to be at the event. You know, I guess just to kind of close out here, what are you most excited about? How are you kind of defining success for this event? What what has to happen for you to say that, to look back on it and be like, that was a success? What are you, what are you shooting for? Okay, uh, from one point, Aaron, I think the event is already successful because of the good quality of speakers we have in our panels. Uh, we have, all the ecosystem is here. So we have people from different areas, uh, great speakers talking about a variety of themes. So in this part, it's already a success, but what we really expect is to have a lot of people and to educate people on what crypto is, what NFTs are, uh, and have people understand that this is not for example, people don't really know what the metaverse is. People don't know what the web tree is bringing. So we want to educate people on that. The event is going to be successful if all of the people we are expecting, all the attendees we are expecting for the event come to it, check the panels, check the workshops. And at the end, they say, well, great event. I learned a lot about it and what I thought in the beginning is not what I think right now. If we educate these people, I think success is what we can say about it. We have success. Well, Tatiana, thank you so much for taking the time to come on here. And uh, why don't you tell us where folks can go to learn more about the conference? Okay, uh, you can check our website, www.blockchainrail.com.br. We're 
changing the, the website. Is, the new website is going to be on air on Monday. Uh, we are going to have a lot of more information about the event. You can buy the tickets over there. And uh, that's where all the information is going to be. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I thank you, Aaron. Thank you for inviting me. I hope uh, you like the event. Well, thank you, Tatiana. And thank you to everyone for listening. And we'll be back soon with another great guest. Obrigado, everyone. And thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the Brazil Crypto Report newsletter on Substack if you haven't already. And please do give the show a five-star rating on your podcast app if you enjoyed this content. We'll be back soon with another great guest.